This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 27th of January. Most of us have a hobby, passion or interest in something which helps make life more enjoyable and purposeful. If you are a devotee of a great writer, say William Shakespeare, and you came across a group of students who had never heard of him, never heard of the characters of Hamlet or Macbeth, or never heard the story of Romeo and Juliet, had never recited to be or not to be, or any of the famous lines or speeches of his plays, it would sadden you, if you love Shakespeare, to think that there were people out there, young people perhaps, who didn't share your passion for him. So you might buy them the plays or even take them to Stratford-upon-Avon to see the places associated with him. Or if you were an aficionado of classical music and you came across people whose only experience of music was Radio 1 or Heart Essex, it would break your heart to know that there were people who had never heard of Mozart or Beethoven or any of the great composers. You would want, enthusiastically, to take them to a concert or to the opera so that they could experience the passion you felt about such music. If you were passionate and convinced, you would believe that people were missing something vital in life, in their formation, if they didn't know something about great literature or the great classics in music. In the first reading of the Mass today, we hear from one of the lesser-known prophets, Nehemiah, who lived hundreds of years before Christ. He describes the extraordinary preaching of the priest Ezra. Ezra had been feeling passionate about his roots because he was a descendant of those Israelites who had been carried away into captivity by the Babylonians in 587 BC. They'd lived cut off from Jerusalem for over a hundred years, cut off from their history, their roots, their culture and their worship. As a result, most had become absorbed into the environment and culture around them. Eventually, some of them were given permission to return to their homeland, and what they found broke their hearts. Jerusalem was a wreck, the walls demolished, the temple destroyed. But Nehemiah led a great revival of building, and Ezra started a campaign to educate the people who had grown ignorant of their history, of their religion and religious practices. And he reacted to this situation with a passion preaching, as we heard in the first reading, from morning until noon. The men, women and children couldn't get enough of listening to him, listening to the laws of Yahweh, listening to who they were. And so moved were they that they shouted out with enthusiasm. They bowed down to the ground before God, all beautiful and moving. But this is all about us too, because how are we doing with regard to this question? Do we know, religiously speaking, who we are? Do we know the great stories, the rituals and the great truths that define us as a people? Over 75% of Catholics stay away from Mass on a regular basis. How will they know the stories, the practices, the tenets of the faith? It's a disturbing question, but it needs to be asked. How many of us Catholics have drifted 
into a kind of Babylonian exile. What I mean is, have we submerged ourselves into the surrounding secular culture? Who do we listen to? Who is telling us who we are? Because whenever there's a, there's a vacuum, something rushes in. The sad truth is, it's television that will tell us who we are. The films will tell us who we are. Popular music will tell us who we are. The high priests of secularism will tell us who we are. But there's an essential difference between what the secular world would have us believe and tell us and what really leads to happiness. Modern and postmodern thought teaches that the road to happiness lies in self-assertion. The Christian doctrine teaches lasting happiness through self-giving, self-sacrificing. So we have to be modern-day Ezra's, passionate about Christ, about his church and about our faith, wanting to tell others as he did. We have to be at least as passionate about Christ and his church as we would about a Shakespeare play or a Mozart symphony or whatever we love. Can we move into the place of Ezra, psychologically, spiritually? Of those of us listening today, the chances are that we have a strong connection with the church, a strong sense of what we're about. But do we feel Ezra's heartbreak over the many who do not? So may we all be stirred to that same kind of passion, passionate action that we see in such prophets of old. With the help of Mary and the saints, especially the saint martyrs of our land, may we all resolve to preach and teach and remember to draw once again into the power of the church the people who have drifted into exile. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son, we may abound in good works. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.